All right, everybody. Welcome to the Paranormal Peeps podcast. We appreciate you coming back. I'm surprised you came back, but hey, we're glad that you came back. So uh, today we're going to talk about fun stuff. We're going to talk about games. Who doesn't love games? Everybody? Uh, no. Who likes? No. Nobody. <laughs> Josh doesn't like games. Like dead. Wow. Board games Josh is thinking, are evil. Josh is wow. thinking Monopoly. And nobody likes to play Monopoly, honestly. Are you a table flipper when you get mad and play games? Do you oh, flip the yeah. Table? I just don't play games. That way I don't have to flip the table. <laughs> but what if you've never played with us, like, there's some fun games, like Ticket to Ride's fun. Oh, I love that game. No, um, I haven't played that Settlers one. is great. You like Cards Against Humanity. Oh, see, well, yeah. It's not necessarily a board game, but it's, it's, a, board game, it's a game, though. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. Yeah. It's a card game. It's fun. A lot of laughs. So you like card-type games. More so than anything, I think. You'd love killer bunnies. What about exploding kittens? You guys are cat people. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys would love exploding kittens. You probably would. Um, but no, we're not. We're not going to talk about those kinds of games. We love those kinds of games. We have a plethora of those kinds of games. But tonight we're going to talk about different kinds of games. We're going to talk about the games that uh, you shouldn't play. You probably shouldn't play. These are the games that are probably popular. And I'm going to be very stereo, very stereotypical here. Don't do and it. Generalizing, but it's typically what you're going to see at the teenage girl slumber party. I'm guessing. And just to, to prove it here, <laughs> we actually have a guest host with us. So let's talk about who's here. Uh, going around the table to my right, I'm Mike. I'm I'm uh, I'm the the large one, Lord Mikey. To my to my right, I'm Terry. It's my lovely wife, Terry. And then we have Jamie. You know her. And Josh. The great one. He's the one that actually edits these shows. And so if you don't like the editing, it's all Josh. If you do like it, it's still Josh. <laughs> he, does he, does, he does a good job. He does a good job. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. He's the one that makes us uh, sound okay. So, And then uh, we do have a guest teenager. Elisa could not be with us again. Uh, she had some family issues to, to mend and to take care of. So we do have a guest teenager. Hello. And I'm... her name is Hello. Yes, I'm Annika. This is Annika. She's actually my daughter and Terry's daughter. Yep. Um, she's a good kid. So hopefully uh, she doesn't turn you all away from listening to the show. <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> if they leave us, it's all on your. It's on you. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. Just, she's mostly just, just going to be sitting in. <laughs> yeah. We'll lose just, all five of our you know, listeners. If, she, if, she, if she's <laughs> silent, it's probably we have she's, five. She's probably five. that's four more than I thought we had. <laughs> Well, she'll, if wait, she's wait. silent, she's probably texting or playing a game on her phone, <laughs> like have, most teenagers. We have five listeners and five people on the table. That's Uh-oh. true. <laughs> That's true. That's suspicious. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of listeners, um, we do appreciate all of our listeners. Um, shout out to all of you. Absolutely. That's an all-inclusive shout out. So wherever you are, this show's for you, dedicated to you. Um. And tell your friends. We, we do like seeing we have listeners. We do have... Uh, we actually have seen a pretty big increase in the amount of uh, followers on Instagram over the last couple of weeks, which has been... Yes, we have. Fun. It's been fun. We've got so, a lot are in the UK. We've got so a lot of UK followers. Bless you guys. Thank you. Uh, welcome to, to, to Utah. We do have ghosts here, too. <laughs> but we don't not, always talk about ghosts. Just not as many. Just not as many. Oh, yeah. So, you come here. Let's, let's do like an exchange system. Let's get some of our listeners that will like work it out. They arrange for us to come and investigate there in the UK, 
and then they can come here and we'll take one on a tour here. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Right? No, we're that'd such a cool. young Wouldn't country it? compared to them. I know. That's true. So that's why we have less spirits here. That doesn't kidding. mean it was uninhabited. It <laughs> no, just, that's true. You know, there's still lots of Native American spirits that... Sure, but it wasn't as for, heavily populated as... Uh, I know. It's not as heavily historic... There's not much historical record. That's probably a fair statement. So, one of these days, I, my, my fantasy is to go to Scotland and investigate some of the, my favorite castles in Scotland. Especially my clan castle. You could have done it. I could have done it. <laughs> so before we get in the show, start, just, I got to tell you the missed story. it. I just gave the look to Josh like, really? I know. I was like, <laughs> so back in 2009, for all of just you Just go back and UK, listen to episode one, okay? Oh, yeah, You'll hear the whole one. story. Did we go through the whole episode that <laughs> Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. Episode okay. one. We went over I was, all that. I was, I was dumb. <laughs> I, was a, I was a chicken at the time, so. Anyways. All things are better now. Now I want to go to Scotland, so if you're in Scotland... And especially if you have connections to Braemar Castle, get me in. I'll come. <laughs> Go, Braemar. <laughs> okay. Hey, so, would these games ever be played at a male slumber party? Heck no. Wait. We're not. Hold up. So, hold, let's, 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 okay. Is there even such thing as a male sorry, slumber party? It was yes. Scout camp. A sleepover. <laughs> Scout camp. Okay. Yes, there so is. So, we, we did as, a, as teenagers. We, it was more under the guise of like scouts. But we you would, ever had friends come over and just spend the night, hang out? Oh, absolutely. No, okay, not very they just they're gonna call them sleepovers. Obviously, no, we watched like Ultimate Fighting Championships, and oh, we just sit up and played Nintendo all night long. Or that, yeah. No pillow fights. Yeah, no. no. You didn't freeze Everyone, somebody's bra. <laughs> well, every once in a while, freeze whose bra? You always free, the first girl that falls asleep. You always freeze her bra in the freezer. I never had girls over at my house. <laughs> I, I would spend the night at your house. I know you did. <laughs> but how old was I when you was actually spending the night at my house? I don't know. I was in my... No, 20? I was in my mid-20s. I wasn't, yeah. And you spent the night at my house because you were dating my friend, <laughs> and you guys fell over. <laughs> it was probably really inappropriate was, at the time if you took was, her bra and froze it. Well, I, I, I would have done that at, at that point. I was a return missionary, and I was, I was a good boy. I was a good boy. And, there, and they fell asleep on the couch. Anyway. Let's just hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> Anyways. And we digress. Okay, so yeah. So <laughs> um, but any, at any rate. But yeah, you, the first girl that fell asleep, you always froze her bra, and then you stuck her head in warm water and tried to make her pee. Her <laughs> yeah. You know this, These right, Jamie? brutal. Girls, girls uh, are Yeah, no, I know all about this. <laughs> Like Having Josh tried said, some of them myself. Like Josh said, you like you watch you watch a movie, you watch wrestling, action movie, and then you just, it's like Nintendo till four in the morning with pizza, right? Yeah, absolutely, Maybe. pizza for sure. I mean, yeah, pizza or Seven Eleven hot dogs, something, um, bagel bites. Probably would I didn't actually sleep. We'd usually just stay up all night playing Nintendo and yeah. and uh, wouldn't sleep until forty eight so hours later. We did have one marathon, so one marathon of Faces of Death, which is a terrible series. I don't think you can even see anymore. <laughs> yeah, but it was like live no. action, like video camera stuff, like of people actually dying, like surveillance cameras, executions. Why would you yeah. watch that? Because you can't not look away. I don't know. I was a teenager. <laughs> it was like this is cool. Okay, so sorry. Girls sleepovers are called slumber parties. What are guys sleepovers? They don't get called sleepovers because well, you don't I'm, sleep. I come over and hang out. <laughs> if you come play us, video games, exactly. Hang out. Yeah. The most. The most punk stuff or, or or teasing stuff that we ever did was like drawing on somebody with a with a with the marker 
Dry on someone's See, face. Now, you do the shaving cream I thing? have heard of... Oh, I forgot about the shaving cream thing. Guys yeah. getting together and doing some awful things. Um, but they are not um, family friendly. Did you go toilet papering? No. No. Egging? So we did yes. all those things. We went to golf court golf courses and like went out and you would still things ran around on the on the on the golf course. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so Bonneville Golf Course up there in Salt Lake. I personally never took anything, but my friends all took a lot of flags in the middle of the night. Wow! I will not name them. <laughs> I will not name names. But I was guilty by association because it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to run around out there. Yeah, that's a good thing. The uh, statute limitations are over now. Did you guys ever what play Truth or Dare? Or is that only a girl thing too? Girl thing. That was something you did with girls. You do it Usually with girls. So That's right. So you can dare them to kiss I you. I dare huh? you to. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> like spin the bottle. Definitely Attica, a group game. Never. If you do play Truth or Dare with guys, always take Truth. Never take the Dare. Oh, no matter do. how ugly I, it is. I always do. <laughs> you always do. Wait. What do you? When are you playing Truth <laughs> or Dare? Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Dad, daddy daughter chat. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> oh, that doesn't look good. You talking about out of the fire pit? Yeah. Yeah, I sat off in the corner of the yard trying to listen. They weren't bad. They weren't bad. To their credit. Yet. <laughs> She's still young. She's still young She's enough. still young. All right. So we're talking about slumber party games. Uh, these are haunted games. Sleepover games, games. Sleepover games. Scary games. Urban legend games. Um, now I do want to put the disclaimer out there that don't do this stuff. Don't do this stuff. Okay. It, Even though we're going to tell you exactly how to play these games, yeah. don't do it. It's not <laughs> recommended. Isn't it kind not of reckless of us? It's like don't do this, but if you do, here's how. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of kind of stupid of us, honestly. But maybe I don't know. But maybe, and then if you're older, then maybe you'll look back at these and go, "Oh yeah, I played that." Have and you played any of these games? Have any of you guys played any of these games? Yes. Yes. No. You've never played any of these games before. Um, well, Jamie had one that I was that she talked about that I oh yeah we played it all the time, but it's not really a scary game. It was more like your backyard games. Backyard yeah. game, okay. And that one absolutely we played. Some of that, these I know my daughter has played. I've played a few of them, but none of the ones that are really bad. But I have seen other people play them. Okay. How do you know if they're really bad? When someone gets possessed. Well, the ones I've been told <laughs> not to someone's play. Someone's eyeballs get etched out. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how do you know it's bad when someone dies? Oh, well, that was bad. Well, I trust my mom's well, word and your word. Okay, so, so some of these, uh, well, we're just going to run through a lot. And we'll tell you how to play them. Um, so, just the disclaimer out there. If you're a teenager. Or even wise, an adult. Don't. Wise, just, just don't. Be wise. Yeah. Um, when you do these things, sometimes you can invite more things in than and I know it's like urban legend stuff, and you're like, oh, it's not real. Well, it may not be, but the spirit world is very real. It is very much around us, and it is, when you're doing these things, it does put out an invitation that maybe one person doesn't come through, or one magic demon that's supposed to be summoned doesn't come through, but something else might. So, I just want to put that out there. Hopefully that covered it. Disclaimer. Legal. Bing. And if you get the desire, do you just there are lots of YouTube channels out there with people doing the stupid stuff, so you can just watch them be stupid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we watched one earlier, Dad. Annika and I were watching one, and uh, uh, they asked the spirit to do something, and like the first response, and she's like, Whoa! 
God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Picks we'll, up the dog. We'll get to runs that. Runs out. It was awesome. That's great. It was great. actually kind of funny. <laughs> All right, Terry, you want to lead us off? You want me to start off? Oh, yeah. I'm going to start off with the one that probably everybody has played or know has somebody's that played this. Twister. Bloody Mary. <laughs> Bloody Twister. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Okay. So this one is no a very common one that most people have heard of. I know it gets done a lot in school bathrooms in elementary schools. <laughs> right, Annika? <laughs> they shall remain nameless. <laughs> I know this was very popular in my elementary school in the bathroom. I think that was where I saw like the first people playing it was in the bathroom at my elementary school. Um what goes on in these girls' bathrooms? Oh, my um, goodness. There's a reason why we never go alone, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so different because in, in, in boys' rooms and, well, in the men's rooms, like, you don't talk. It's like a social thing. You go in. You don't make eye contact. You just pee and you get out. And you never cross streams. And you don't cross streams. <laughs> it, it's, it's always awkward to me when, when, adult, when other guys now will talk to me. Like, I walk in at work and they're like, hey, did you get It's like, oh, hey. You're breaking the rules, man. <laughs> we don't talk. We don't play games. We just... Yeah. We don't get, hold hands. Get, in, get your crap out. So, <laughs> or you hide in the stall and try not to make a peep or a poop until, <laughs> until the next person leaves. So, sorry. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bloody Mary... Um, Historians began attempting trying to trace the roots of this story in the 1970s, but the details of the Bloody Mary game tend to vary, but the basic tenets are always the same. Um, Some of the rumors of who Bloody Mary is, um, Mary Tudor, uh, Mary of England, um, put many Protestants to death for hearsay, giving her the nickname of Bloody Mary. Um, Elizabeth Bathory, also known as the Queen of Blood, who was supposedly convicted for murdering hundreds of young girls so she could bathe in their blood. And then another one is Mary Worth, the it's witch. Good for your skin. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps very, you young, right? Yeah, it's very rejuvenating. <laughs> Isn't that what they do in um, Hocus Pocus? They steal yeah. the youth of the children? So they <laughs> suck it in. You hear the term, Virgin blood, yeah. You yep. hear the term bloodbath, yep. and you think it's a horrible thing, a horrible you know, murder scene. No, it's, it's like a spa day. So, and then another one, they think it could be Mary Worth, a witch that was executed during the Salem Witch Trials. So, those are some of the Marys that it could be. Who knows which one you'll get when you conjure. <laughs> I don't know if I want to conjure any of those. Right. <laughs> so, but the story is you go into a room with no windows. Um, so, that's why it's typically played in the bathroom because there's usually no windows in the bathroom. And you go in and you turn the lights off. And you spin around while you chant Bloody Mary. Um, depends on the version of the game. Sometimes you do it three times. Sometimes it's seven. Sometimes it's 13. Um, personally, I only want to do it three. <laughs> I want to spend my time in there. Right. But if you lose count and you only do it 12 and not 13. Yeah, that's when bad <laughs> stuff happens. <laughs> it's like in Harry Potter when you mess this, but you end up like Neville. <laughs> Bad stuff happens. And then after each time you turn around and you look in the mirror with each revolu- revolution, and the closer you get to the to the end, the more menacing the mirror becomes, turning red as Mary gradually appears. Um I personally have never really played Bloody Mary. I'm not a fan of it. I still get scared. <laughs> I tempted to play it once. Why? How that how that turn out? Um I was too chicken crap to do much of anything. Oh. See, I've been too chicken to even try it. 
so. Mirrors have always been a source of terrifyingness for me. For good reason, though. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the things that as investigators we have discovered. Mirrors, just don't muck with mirrors. You know, don't write on mirrors. Bad stuff just happens with mirrors. Yeah. See, and like some versions tell you to light a candle, um, whether it's one candle or two candles. Some versions tell you to do it in complete darkness. Um, there's several different ways you can play it. But the end results, I've never really heard of anybody dying from playing Bloody Mary. I've just heard of people being really scared. <laughs> like, <laughs> but did you die? There's a story where at the end there was a girl... Um, she tripped upon exiting the bathroom and broke her hip. Yeah, so there's little stories like that, but that could have just happened regardless of playing the game or not. Well, you did spin around in circles, so you spin around in circles 13 times and try to walk out of a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Fall over. But I mean, yeah. you know, in like in the Supernatural TV series, she would come and, you know, your eyes would bleed and she'd take your eyes out and all that kind of stuff. But I've never heard of that actually happening in real life. To me, I mean, Does it she sounds leave a beverage. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, have you seen that meme though online where this woman goes in the bathroom and does the whole Bloody Mary thing, and then when she turns around, opens up her eyes, there's a Bloody Mary drink sitting no? on the bathroom <laughs> counter. She's like, "Cool, <laughs> I'll find it. And maybe we can post it." <laughs> That's awesome. But I mean, either way, I mean, whether you believe anything can happen or not, the fact that you're scrying into a mirror, you're chanting to a mirror. You're opening possibly something that will can either come and haunt you now or years later. You never know. Yeah. So. I think that was kind of the premise of the Supernatural t- uh, episode. Oh, yeah, we too, watched that it? today, too. Yeah, we watched that today. <laughs> Research. <laughs> Research. Well, any, yeah. Always. Yeah, anytime you get to watch Dean Winchester. <laughs> right? Talk about Sam. Sam. Oh, my gosh. Sam. She's a Sam this girl. This is how I know she's the milkman's kid. <laughs> <laughs> But in in the show, Bloody Mary always made you feel guilty for something in your life. Because there was the one girl that died because she hit and killed a... Well, she'd hit and killed a boy. And killed a boy. The dad had... What the dad had... The dad had... It was... He had overdosed and hit his wife killed. Oh, that's killed right. Killed his wife. So it was usually re- retribution for killing somebody else. In your, in your yeah. And this Mary was getting retribution for... So if you've ever killed somebody, don't play this game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you've kept it a secret. Don't play it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's Bloody Mary. But I've, I've heard, though, that as, as you're spinning and as you're saying it, though, you have to get louder and louder. Yeah. There's so many different versions out there of how to play it that I don't even know if there's a right or a wrong way to play it. Just go in the bathroom, go in the dark, and chant Bloody Mary. See what happens. No, don't do it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. If you have more questions about Bloody Mary, Google it. It's all over the interwebs. <laughs> Everywhere. Jamie, what do you got? Well, I have one called The Answer Man. Has anybody heard of this one? No. no. Nobody? It sounds like Mr. Wizard. It sounds like a homework help. <laughs> is it a little, little paperclip? Not on quite. Microsoft? Not quite. His name is Google. <laughs> oh, yeah. Google. Oh, yeah. Okay. So typically you need a group hey, of Google. three people or more. Um, you start by sitting in a circle. And this is, this is how you can tell this is more of a modern one is because you sit in a circle and you all pull out your phones. And then you proceed to call the person on your left. Oh, I have heard this one. Yeah. So most of you will get a busy signal. But however, there could be one of you who actually gets through to the answer man. So then what you're supposed to do is you can ask him anything you want. Wait, how do you get a busy signal? Like, don't you have voicemail? 
<laughs> Nobody gets busy signals nowadays. I, know. I swear. So yeah, I, this is I, what the research says. I, so I work on the phones all day, and about one out of every hundred calls is a busy signal. So they actually, what they did is they got their rotary phones, and, <laughs> and they, they just took them over from their houses. Now, isn't this where they? Isn't this the one where they suggest using burner phones and your and then your actual real phone? Actually, no. When really? I was doing the research, it didn't say anything. This is really simplistic. I mean, this was all I had was like three okay. quarters of a page. Well, did it say right. to do like a star six seven? So it's like an unknown number. Mm-mm. Wait, what? Star six seven. It Whoa, makes it so your phone's on. Not- <laughs> I could talk with my kid. It blocks your caller ID. That's <laughs> how you can call boys and not let them know who's calling. Oh. Another sleepover game. It's good for prank calls, too. <laughs> you sound like you know Wait, from experience. Who's your prank, who are you prank calling, girl? I'm not prank calling anyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll tell you about it later. Is that like 10, 10, 2, 20? Okay. <laughs> That's Jamie. the part you're So what Sorry, happens Jamie, when you get the ahead. answer, man? So you get a busy signal except for one person. Most will get a busy signal. However, one could get through to the answer, man. And you're able to ask him anything you want, but there's a word of warning that comes with it. Uh, he will also have a question for you. And if he doesn't like, he says, uh, you better like, he better like your answer or else. And that's just, all I got on I'm this. just one of your friend's dad. Okay. <laughs> so, you can ask him anything. Okay. Yes. Now, now, the one version that I heard is after you were done, like you have to break your phone so that he can't call you back. And that's Ooh. why they were saying to use a burner phone. And because it opens up a doorway. Because then if you like don't end the call the proper way. He will keep calling you and keep bugging you. Harassment. And so, um, so then everybody's supposed to break their phone when they're done so he can't call back the other people. See, now where was the rest of this when I was <laughs> looking at this? This is why you don't play with your new iPhone 12. Yeah. This is why you don't use like a brand new phone. phone. You use your burner so, phone. Or a rotary phone would be a really good it, one to it use. Does just, yeah. It does just go to show you that. So we, we talk about mirrors can totally be a, por- a portal, a gateway to evil. So can cell phones. So stay away from cell phones. Stay away from mirrors. <laughs> what else? Computers. Oh, computers. Stay away All from electronics. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Especially microphones. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we're in trouble. Oh, absolutely. Now we're all staring at the cat for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's a demon. It is a black cat. It is a black it cat. It is a black cat. Okay, Josh. All right. So I've got one that I've never heard of, um, and it is a more recent one. It's called the Ghost Paper Challenge. Again, um, yeah, I would never play this game if you paid me to play it. Um, So this has an interesting history. So the first mention that you can find of this one is by a YouTuber, so you know it's, you know, in the last 10 years. Um, He claims that he heard it from his uncle, who reportedly says it was a big deal when he was a kid. So there's no real history of it. Um, you need at least one player, which let's well, face it, yeah. most people need. You know, <laughs> can't play I was a game surprised by at how many of these games you played by yourself, but they were considered slumber party games, right? You know, so it's like, all right, kick all the family out. Bye. I'm going to play a game by myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Maybe I'll be dead when you get home. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, I think that's what makes these games more scary, too, right? Because, like, you're in with your friends, and so then you get this this mentality of, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm invincible. And then it's like, oh, by the way, you need to go into this dark little closet and then do something while we all sit out here and wait for you. Right. So. Which isn't seven minutes in heaven. 
Oh, three minutes. It sounds like another it. game I used to play called, called the Poop Challenge. Where I go in the bathroom and everybody waits. <laughs> um, so in order to play this game, you need actually a handful of things. Uh, you need a piece of paper, uh, something to write with, a candle, um, something to light the candle so matches or a lighter, uh, a room with a door. Don't play with matches, kids. Yes, please don't play with matches. Uh, a room with a door, so make sure that the paper can, in writing implement can slide under the door uh, when, the, when it's completely shut. And then a timekeeping device, um, because you need to know what time it is. So this, this actually has three phases to the game. So the first phase is called the invitation. So you start just before 3 o'clock in the morning, which is prime time, sleeping time. Um, you turn off all the lights in your house, take up your, take your supplies, and go to the, the chosen room in the door. You close the door. You place a piece of paper in front of the door. Place the candle next to the piece of paper and light it. Um, and then you keep an eye on your device, on your, um, sorry, your device, on your timekeeping device. Um, at precise, at 3 a.m. precisely, knock on the door three times. And then you repeat the following phrase three times. Spirit of the door, I welcome you. Make yourself present and come through. No. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's just an open <laughs> invitation. Come on in. Let's just summon something here. All of a sudden, your dad appears at the door. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Everybody poops. This is the spirit of the dad. I'm going to beat you away if you don't get back to bed. <laughs> I can see my dad writing a note on the back. I'm writing a message on the note. Better get your butt back in bed. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. So, start it, this, so this starts the next phase called the conversation. Using the writing implement, write the first question of, or on the piece of paper. Um, and then when you finish, place the writing tool on, or writing implement on top of the piece of paper. Slide the piece of paper and the writing implement halfway through the, the, the door or underneath the door and wait. If the paper remains where it is, your summoning has failed. Do not proceed. Extinguish your candle and try again later. Well, but how long are you supposed, yeah, to, wait? supposed to wait? It doesn't say. It just says wait. Well, that could be forever. It could be. Might as well take a dump while you're there then. <laughs> right? Because you know you're Burn going to the bathroom, time. right? Well, that's, that's the room. My question is, is how do you like slide the writing utensil under the door with? It, it, just, it just sits like, yeah, it's kind of a gap. You know, it's like most doors have um, like an inch gap. gap. Yeah, but not if there's carpet. Yeah. Well, all of our doors, like not at least everybody's. down here, have like an inch gap. Sure, but what if you don't pick one of those doors and you well, pick another of, room? You that's have the, to find a room that you can slide it under the right. door. Right. That's part of the prerequisite. Okay. Um, if the paper is pulled through the other okay. to the other side, your summoning has succeeded and you may proceed. Tell me you're not going to just open the door and see who it is on the other side, though. Well, yeah. So there's express or explicit warnings of never open the door. So you're you're not supposed to open the door. They don't say what's going to happen to you if you open the door, but you're not supposed to open the door. Because this is multiple people, right? It's like one person goes in there and everybody else waits outside. Well, you do it like. You do it like you all get into a room and then you and then you have you close the door so no one should be on the other side of the door. You should all be in the room. You should, should all be, all in, the be room. in the room. You should oh, all okay. be in the room with okay. you. I'm, so I'm imagining all the guys out there playing Nintendo in the family room. And I go in the bathroom with their candle and a piece of paper <laughs> and I stick a note under there. And one of those guys is going to go in and go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Does the note say help send toilet paper? <laughs> <laughs> it says, can you smell that? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Okay, um, if the paper does not reappear, 
Uh, do not proceed. Apologize aloud, thank the spirit for its time, and extinguish the candle. Do not open the door until daylight. Um, until you, daylight? Until daylight. And then you can try again <laughs> Wait, later. So what if it's a room that doesn't have... That's where you need to watch. Yeah. Because if you like go to like, some no sort of insider with no windows... Yeah, it, it doesn't say that it has like the room doesn't have to be completely dark. Like you can have windows and stuff in your room. It doesn't have to be completely windowless. Okay. Um, but it just has to be a you know it, it's definitely a room or a door that you're not going to be trying to go out. So I would recommend like a closet. If you have like enough gap in your closet. So if you ha- but you have to wait in there until daylight. Oh my gosh, the boogeyman's in the yeah. closet. I'm not right? going in there. Yeah. Well, you well, might you as well can bring find a bucket. <laughs> yeah, but you might as well bring a bucket in that closet if you got to wait there all night and right? you can't go out and go to the bathroom. That's why you have you know. That's why you choose the bathroom because you have a water source. That's right. Yep. And a toilet. And a toilet. Get some snacks, stuff them in the drawer. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, if the paper slides back through to, uh, the door to you, examine the paper, read your response. Um, and it says, if the response tells you to go away, ask you to leave the spirit alone, go or away. is hostile in any way, <laughs> do not proceed. It's like, I can't go away. I'm stuck in here till daylight. <laughs> right. Um, These are fun. Yeah. And so then if, uh, if it is a decent question or response, then you can uh, write another question on the, on the piece of paper and slide it back under. Um, you can repeat this cycle three times. It says, do not go beyond three. You only get three shots or three, three questions total. So choose your questions wisely. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and then at the end of the game, you, see, you thank the spirits for its time and extinguish the candle. You have to keep the door shut and don't open the door till sunrise. So a decent response. What would a decent response be? Well, I guess it would depend on your question. Like, but how do you know if it's a decent response? Well, I mean, think about it. Like, if you ask your question, like, what is your name? And you get... Adam. Yeah, well, they could be lying. Well, sure. <laughs> but at least that's a normal it's response. An intelligent like, response. Yeah. Other than, get the heck out of my Seven. house. What's your name? Eleven. Dash. <laughs> Question mark. Well, your name's Dash? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could yeah. be. He's, he's an incredible. Yeah, but you would hope that he would actually write out the words Dash. So, <laughs> right. What if it's an old spirit and they're illiterate? Well, yeah. I don't think they would playing the spirits? game with you. What They're sitting ha- over there like, I'd love to answer back, but I, I don't I, I don't know read. what's going on. But Can what? you sign your name, X? That's <laughs> all I know. What would happen if they ran out of paper? Well, you only get one sheet of paper yeah, and you write three paper, questions so on it. So you just write it on the same. Yeah. Okay. So write small. Write small. Write small. I hope they write small back. <laughs> um, more than one person can play, but you're, only, you're still limited to the three questions. Um, and then this, there's a good warning of saying, be polite when asking your questions. You know, so, we'd always say that anyway, just when you're investigating and talking to ghosts in general. Yep. Yeah, be polite. Be respectful. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And there's ex- express warnings to do not open the door at any time until the ritual has concluded and daylight has arrived. That's so. several hours, kids. If you're starting at three in the morning. Yeah. Hope you play in the summertime. Yeah, well. Well, I mean, yeah. even Plan, now, I mean, so, I guess the sunrise comes up around five thirty right now. Yeah, six. so it's only a couple hours. That's not too bad. I guess that's nothing, you guys. Take some water bottles. <laughs> yep, a bucket in case you got to go number two. Take some bags of chewy red vines, like these things. Take some toilet paper, or use the sheet of paper you're writing on. If or just a push sheet comes to shove. Oh, rather use the paper. Take you can a just pillow. Throw it away. Sleep in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do have to put a disclaimer on this one. This one's going to have some uh, s- 
language, but I'm I'm gonna and uh, any likenesses or similarities to any famous individuals is completely coincidental and not I don't know what's whatever the legal stuff is. The faces right. and names have been changed for their protection. Yes. So, but you'll know who I'm, who I'm trying to sound like because this is what I hear when I when I read this. So this is called the closet game, and it's like you know you've already said you go in the closet, right? So uh, this one uh, for uh, for this game, all you need is a closet, a match, and something to light the match. Which sounds Wait. like a pirate, like sounds like a bar- burnt down house, honestly. It sounds like blue darts. Yes. Well, and make sure when, when you do this, please make sure that there are like no clothes. Like, don't go sit underneath all of your dad's suits. Wait, wait. When you do this, well, they're never gonna. Do, they're gonna do it anyway. I know they are. So, but I would recommend don't do it in a closet that has clothes in it, or something, or paint cans. Don't, don't be lighting stuff in the closets. Don't do it in the garage closet. Then, then you're going to end up like a charred mess, and I've seen that. It's not a pretty. So basically, you step in your closet with an unlit match, and you say the words, show me the light, or leave me in darkness. And you should hear a demon whisper back to you, probably something along the lines of, surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this. <laughs> so I'm hearing Samuel L. Jackson in my head, surprise, motherfucker! So when, that's what the demon's supposed to say to you. Now, when you hear the whisper, okay, so okay, when you hear the whisper, you must immediately light your match and step out of the out of your closet. If you lit the match in time and didn't get pulled into hell by the closet demon, then congratulations, you played and you won the game. Okay. Closet yep, demon. That's, that's it. Yep, that's yep, it. It's right there in oh, the notes. That's all right there. <laughs> and by the way, never open up your closet in the dark again, or you risk meeting the demon that you invited into your closet. So now you've summoned it, and now it stays in your oh. in your closet. So there are monsters in people's closets. So, un- yeah, it's the demon un- of Samuel Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Then, then like two weeks later, you open your closet in the dark. And he's like, and then he pulls you into hell. You think this is funny? Oh this is serious stuff. So, on second thought, you're you might as well just that out, right, Josh? You, you, you might as well just just board the closet shut and not enter unless you want to, right? You know, or, or risk leaving the door cracked open for a demon to come out and stare at you while you sleep. I mean, yeah, it's that. That's the closet game. That's it. I thought there'd be more to it, but hey, hey, summoning so a demon doesn't have to be complex. Honestly, that's an awful game, right? Gosh. <laughs> so you're someone's gonna go see try. All these games were good. <laughs> you, I, mean, I mean, I could imagine like some if someone goes in the closet and like like during a sleepover event, like someone would go into the closet. I would just wait, and then as soon as you hear them say something, I just bang on the door. <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> you would be, the, or you be the one outside the closet door whispering to him sure to the closet. Just make sure it's. Right? Just make sure it's. Just make sure it's at their house because they're going to be peeing on their floor. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike just gave us the explicit. <laughs> yes, this is oh, the explicit rating. Definitely for this. One. Just one more time. <laughs> okay, so the next game is another really common one. This is one that um, I actually have tried playing when I played it. It did not work. But I do remember sitting in the room and seeing other girls play this game and it worked. So there's 
We'll get to a couple theories on how this game actually works, but this is light as a feather, stiff as a board. Have you ever played this one, Jamie? I have. I've seen it played. Did it work for you? No. Did no. not. I've seen it played. Yeah, but did it work for the people that you were watching? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, supposedly this works. I've never seen this, and I'm fascinated. Yeah. Annika, we're have you ever heard totally of this game before? This. Um, I have heard of it. I've never heard of anyone trying to play it or ever seen anyone playing it, but it's I have witchcraft. heard of it. It's witchcraft. A lot, of, a lot of people know this one because it's in the movie... Um, the Craft. The Craft. They play See, it in The it's Craft. Witchcraft. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Craft. I have not, huh? Okay. I've seen it. So they, they do play it in that movie. That's what kind of popularized it was from them playing it. Um, so basically what you do is you have... You need at least four to five people to play. Um, and you have one girl that lays down flat on her back on the floor and then puts her arms across, across on her chest like she's dead, you know, like in a coffin. Please put a pillow under their head. <laughs> and then you have the other girls. You have one at the feet, one at the head, and two at the sides if you have enough players. Otherwise, you at least have two girls on each side of her. And you each stick two fingers, usually your pointer finger and your index finger, underneath the girl. So that's it. Each girl that's sitting around, the girl on the floor, put two fingers underneath her. And you try to lift her up with just the two fingers. Okay. And then, after, obviously, it's not going to work. Um, but then you have, then you dim the lights. Candles are a nice touch if you have candles or flashlights. Um, and then you have the person who's at the head kind of be the leader. And, and this doesn't have to be in the middle of a pentagram, right? It's no. Just any spot on the floor. Anywhere on the floor. And but it doesn't have to be a female, does it? In a pentagram. No, it can be anybody. It doesn't have to be a female. Doesn't oh, yeah. Pentagram with candles is, is bonus. <laughs> extra. Extra credit. It helps if you're actually kneeling. You don't want to sit crisscross apples ass doing this. You want to kneel. Because as you lift the person up, you want to be able to stand while the body is moved up. Oh, I thought you had a question. Sorry. No. No, she just got totally freaked out. Stand? <laughs> That's high. Okay, That's so right. then you have the group leader. And this person will tell the story of how the individual in the center is about to allow a spirit of a dead person enter their body, effectively becoming corpse-like. The narrator should instruct the body in the center to slowly become stiff like a corpse, and because their body and spirit are now open to the supernatural influences, an outside spirit will enter and allow the body to become light. So that's why you get light as a feather, stiff as a board. Let's invite them to be possessed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So then the narrator narrator will then chant, light as a feather, stiff as a board. And as the narrator chants it, the other people playing the game will start chanting it with it. So you'll eventually get all four of these girls or whoever's playing the game chanting, light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Except for the person laying down. Yeah, the person laying down doesn't say anything. And then as you're chanting, and as the body becomes possessed by the spirit, the the body gets lighter and you're... You can move the body up just with two fingers. Each person, just two fingers, lift the body up. And you keep chanting, light as a feather, stiff as a board. Because if you stop, the spirit will leave the body. The natural weight of the body will return, and it will fall to the floor. Hence the pillow. (laughs) (laughs) No concussions here. Better yet, a mattress. Air mattress. (laughs) So, and then... And you should be able to lift the body all the way up with just the two fingers, stand up, and you can actually lift your arms all the way up above your head, apparently they say. I never saw anybody go up that high, 
Um, my friends that were playing when I saw it, the girl that was in the middle was actually a very tiny, petite little thing, obviously. The smaller the person in the middle, the easier it's going to be, <laughs> whether they're possessed by a spirit or not. And they only got her maybe a foot or two off the ground. So I don't know if she was really possessed or not. I think it was just more that she was tiny. Um, so then you just keep chatting it until you get the body all the way up and then bring the body all the way back down and then the game is over. That's all it is. So it sounds, I think it sounds freaky to sit there and chant like that. But now some of the reasons why they think that it actually works, um, is like the first time you try to lift the, the body, obviously the girl's not focused on the ground. Everybody's giggling, laughing. It's a slumber party. They're all end up on Diet Coke and pizza. <laughs> 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 Who drinks Diet Coke at that age, though? When you're young, you're That's drinking Jolt Cola, it's right? Red, it's Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Red Bulls. Um, yeah. uh, these days, it's all coffee. So, But then once they actually focus and the girl in the center actually becomes really stiff. I mean, you think of like a mattress, right? When you try to lift a mattress and it's all floppy and you can't, you know. But if you try to lift a box spring box spring is a lot easier because it's stiff and hard so when the person in the middle is actually focused on trying to keep their body stiff and ri- and you know rigid it'd be a lot easier to lift that versus being all floppy yeah, i mean just like the whole mind over matter like you really really want this to work and so you're just so focused on what you're trying to do you're just like you really want it to work i still don't understand the science i don't understand it either you know, or the bottom line, Satan did it. <laughs> that's, that's probably it. Because, Satan's fault. You know, Burn them, they're witches. Gravity still is Yeah. Gravity. So, you know, it's witchcraft. Maybe the devil. I don't know. But maybe your friend is really possessed and the spirit of a dead yeah. was, spirit Good dead, job. dead person you, was. Good job. Just, you know, just hell got, Satan. You just got your friend possessed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so Ramirez played this game with his victims. <laughs> So, okay. but apparently this game goes all the way back to the 17th century in England and was first seen during the plague outbreak. Um, there were thoughts that being levitated will help keep the disease away. Definitely keeps the ants away from you. So. And the rat. Well, it keeps the rats away from you. No rats can jump. Oh, this is probably like the only one out of all these that I actually think could actually work, but I don't think it's because of supernatural. I just think it's just more focus. I'm and the more s- people you have around that body with two fingers underneath it, lifting it up. That's less. Uh, it's equal distribution on people's fingers. Trying I, to lift I it would up. recommend picking your lightest friend. Obviously. Absolutely. That's why I said when it did work with the one, you know, this girl was tiny that they were lifting up. Was it bad that we did it at youth group? <laughs> <laughs> did it work? Yeah. But, really? Yeah, but there were eight people around one person. So you had eight instead of four. Yeah. So, But youth group, isn't that a church thing? And you summoned a demon? Well, they didn't do that part. To possess them? Wait, was it in a church? No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 then it probably wasn't a demon. See, and I think because you had eight people around it, the body, that's why it worked. Yeah, and it was a smaller gal. Mm-hmm. So. I'm really intrigued on this, honestly. You want to try it? Not right now. See, now, if you had Mike be the center person, and all of us around and it worked... You don't then, we know. then we you know. Then we know. Bust hernias trying. To get <laughs> <laughs> then we know that Mike got possessed by a, a, a demon, and we were able to lift him up. I'm so fat. They're like the firemen. They come running into the burning building. They're just going to leave me there. There's like no way they're throwing <laughs> me up over their shoulders. For some time he's good. Like, ah, he's dead already. I'm sorry. 
Wait, no. Wait, well, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're in a moment. It, it could be like uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I was gonna say they that. Got him out. They got him out. They stood. He's like, look, mom, I'm walking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I, I would like to see it work because I, I am a skeptic on this. Oh, that's a fair. I mean, I think it's a fair assessment for that one. Hundred percent. I, I can't understand the science. I, I think, I think if you, gravity. I think if you were to play the game without the uh, incantation start of it, I think it's a very benign game. Well, I, mean, I agree. I mean, it does make sense. Like, so if you've ever been a parent and you pick up a kid that is willing to be picked up. They're not so bad. Oh my gosh! But, uh, when you have a limp noodle, when kid, you get that limp kid, they weigh a thousand pounds. Hundred percent. You go to grab them the minute they know they're in trouble, and you're going to pick them up. And they go limp. <laughs> <laughs> don't go limp. Don't go limp. Don't so, go boneless I mean, on me, Sean. I, don't I, go boneless. I see the, the concept. That's what she said. But I can't see the fruition. <laughs> <laughs> and you were giving me crap about talking such about a wrong it. turn. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. You were giving me crap, and now you're the one. <laughs> My daughter's not blushing at all. Well, Jamie, maybe you can no, write the ship. <laughs> okay. So this one, I had never heard of this one. Um, sinking into the carpet. I have. I do that all the time. Every, <laughs> I every just time do that I'm by walking on it. Is it like right? in the scene in Money Pit when he's on the rug <laughs> and he sinks, sinks down through the floor? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This, that's a great movie with Tom Hanks. It's a movie that probably a lot of people have never seen. Shelley Long. Long. Yeah. Yep. This is one I've actually done. You've you done this one, really? Ah. Yeah. Like See, now I've never heard of it. Just lay, laying on the carpet. No, as a game, I've done this one. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay, how do you play this game? Okay, so in this game, basically, you just need two people. Uh, one person will lie face down on the carpet, the other person stands in the front of them, and you hold their upper body like up. Off the ground about a foot or two. Um, Wait, face down in the carpet? Yeah, they're face down the carpet, carpet, but you hold the the upper half of their body kind of up. Oh, so they're not like face? No, in the, no, no. But their face is going to be like, staring at the carpet. Suffocation, right? right? So it's almost like their their back is arched. Yes, because you're holding their hands up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you do this for about sixty seconds or so, uh, while the person on the ground is focused intently on the carpet itself. After the 60 seconds, the person standing will slowly start to lower the person back onto the carpet. And they should feel, the person should feel like they're sinking into the carpet and on into the underworld. And that's all I got. Well, see, it was totally benign until you said the underworld. Yeah. You're yeah. supposed to feel say, like you're sinking through into the underworld. Yeah. Okay, what happened, it, Josh, when you played it? No, it feels like exactly like that. So it would essentially what you're doing is you're actually tricking your brain yep. yeah and into the into the that feeling and so it's really just a um i won't say mind over matter but it's really just a an optical illusion it's a brain it's like when you have you stood in like a door jam and pushed your arms up against the door yes. jam as hard as you possibly can yep. for like 10 seconds and then you walk out and your arms like slowly just move up right. on yeah. Yep. Yep. it's kind of something like that it's a it's I'm, uh, science <laughs> yes but it is a it is a trippy feeling though because oh I bet because it feels like you're going further down than you should be. You're mm-hmm. like, did you feel anything scary or demonic or no frightening? Uh, did you funky did you feeling? feel the underworld? No, I just felt like it was a funky feeling. Like you're sinking through the carpet. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just a trippy feeling. Awesome. 
Could have been the weed. I'm sure it doesn't last for very long. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. Could have been the weed. Wait, wait. Rewind that. What'd you say? <laughs> no, there was no weed involved. I was too young at the time. Um, actually, I played with my sister. She huh. was the one that did it. So, that would you would you do it again? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a like. That game is not a like a terrifying game. Like, there's no, no summoning. There's no chanting. Yeah. There's no. It's just. So pause the podcast. Go get your friend. Do this now, and then you go. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> right. And then come back. Ready? Go. All right. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> How was, was it? Was it crazy? <laughs> I imagine it would work like on a hardwood floor too, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's going to work on anything. It's going to work on anything. The carpet's going to be much softer. Way softer. (laughs) You can drop those hands too fast. You go, bam. (laughs) Get a bloody nose. How'd you break your nose? (laughs) Funny story. Playing the carpet game. Do you want to play this carpet game? (laughs) All right. All right. So we go from lighthearted to another fun and dark one. Um, Darkness. So the the one previously that I talked about, that that game is kind of based on this one. Um, and this one's called the Midnight Game. Um, it's believed to be an old pagan ritual as used as punishment for those who dare to disobey the gods. So, um, again, you need at least one player. Can be played with multiple people. Um, the requirements are: you need a candle. You need a lighter or a book of matches. Um, I would recommend a lighter for this one. Uh, a piece of paper, a writing implement, a sterilized pin, a wooden door closed, and salt. So you be, uh, you begin prior to midnight, so you don't got to stay up real late, at least to start the game anyway. Because um, you start it right at the stroke of midnight. Right. But what clock do you look at? Um... Because what if you're like going off like your microwave, but then like your phone is already twelve oh one. I would probably go off your phone. <laughs> Sorry. This game was made for pagans when there were no uh, doors, because they talk about the the clock striking twelve. Which let's face it, you no know, no one's clock strikes twelve unless you've got a cuckoo clock now. Um, so you write your full name on the paper, first, me- middle, and last name. With, uh, and then you prick your finger with the pin and squeeze a drop of blood onto the paper and let it okay. Blood letting. Okay, now this this gets uh-uh. really dark here. Oh, this is super dark. This one gets scary. I would never do this set. I would uh, never play this game. Oh, never. Um, so then you turn off every light in your house. Um, you place the paper uh, with your name and the blood on it in front of the do- in front of the closed door. You then light the candle and place it on top of the paper. You knock on the door 22 times. That's a strange number. With the final Yeah, why 22? I have no idea. You would think it'd be more like 13 because or... if you went all the way to 25, your arm would get tired. Six right. or... <laughs> Three or something, right? Yeah. Uh, with the final knock, the final knock must occur precisely when the, cro- the clock chimes 12 a.m. Uh, then so you, you should count like seconds. Then one, two. Yeah. You gotta count. You can't be like one, two, three. You gotta do like yeah, one you, you Mississippi, like, one, two, like, 
Do you count Mississippi? Watch Mississippi. No. It would probably <laughs> it would probably help to have like a, a, a clock hippopotamus. With a one hippopotamus. Yes. yes. Yeah. Annika's not 1, catching the reference that I'm trying to imply. No, I'm not. It's from Friends when he goes to, when he goes to the tanning salon. Oh yeah. And he's supposed oh, to yeah. count to three, then turn. He goes one Mississippi, two Mississippi, and then it sprays him. He's like, I was counting Mississippi. <laughs> but yeah, no, you got to do the the slower, like one hippopotamus or mm-hmm. banana, one or one thousand, two one thousand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We did that. <laughs> Never heard that. One banana, um, two banana. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Three banana so then you open the door, blow out the candle, and close the door, and then immediately relight your candle. Now the awful part. That wasn't bad enough. Yeah, you're already bloodletting. It's not bad <laughs> right? <laughs> so then you uh, you have to keep your candle uh, in your hand and keep your salt on you and in the I think I'd recommend lighter or matches. Uh, and then you have to begin moving around your house. Um, Do should, not stop. Sh- yeah, exactly. Do not stop. <laughs> should the candle go out, you must relight the candle within the next ten seconds. If you are successful, continue moving around. And you don't stop moving until 3.33 a.m. So you pray that that lighter works every time and is never out exactly. of fluid. <laughs> right. So what happens if you are unsuccessful in lighting it? If you're unsuccessful, you must uh, immediately draw a circle on the floor in salt and then sit inside the circle until 3.33 a.m. Yeah, 3.33. 3.33. three. Which is half a 666. Mm-hmm. Um, the game ends... At 3.33, and it's safe to uh, stop moving or step outside your circle. Um, and then you may turn the lights on, and the game is over. What's the purpose? That's the part there which is I don't none. any of these. There is none. There's no purpose to most of these games. Yeah. And there's like, to be scared. Just to scare yourself is honestly what you're doing. Right. Or and, you're opening up and, and inviting are, something into your house to make your life even more hellish well, in months nobody, or years to come. Nobody ever thinks about the consequences, but people right. love to be scared. That's why haunted houses are a major scary movie. It's, it's a scientific thing. In fact, uh, on another podcast I used to be on, we talked about that, the science of fear and how it drives people. And It's, oh, not, it's not quite like an adrenaline rush, but it, there is that little you know that rush of people like horror movies Mm -hmm. but this is a game of people go ghost hunting this is a game of commitment though this is a three hour and 33 minute game and you're constantly moving and that's what makes praying your candle doesn't go out yep but there's no i mean it's like what's the point what's the purpose of this other than just and you had to be could you do it alone or did you do it with a group of people you can do it alone or you can do it with a group of people okay but if you play with a group of people you all have to have your own candles and you all have to keep moving yeah see so that's too much, right? So the the part of it is you're actually inviting the entity known as the Midnight Man into your house, and then the goal is to avoid the Midnight Man for the entire night or for the three hours and thirty three minutes. Okay, that's why you keep moving because it's difficult for him to catch you if you're constantly moving. Right. As in, he can just wait for you to walk in front of him again. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna jump out front of you. Go. Surprise! <laughs> right? um, Take your dump before you start. Exactly. <laughs> Smart. Um, Smart girl. If he catches you, um, it says that he can cause hallucinations uh, of your worst fear until the end of the game. Um, or he can start removing your organs one by one. Oh. Uh. So one is worse. One is bad. And one is just You wake awful. up in the tub and your kidney's gone. Right. Uh, all your organs are gone. <laughs> <laughs> then you <laughs> don't not, wake up. Right? <laughs> um, 
And then how you know that he's close to you is when there's a sudden drop of temperature. You hear it a soft whisper. Sounds like a ghost hunting. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for Mike to go, surprise. What the no, fuck? I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading my notes along as well. Uh, the, uh, you see a, 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 like a shadow figure um, or your candle goes out. Um, and then there's no way to stop this game. So like in other games, you can stop and like, hey, we're done. No, once you start the game, you're stuck for until 3.33 a.m. So make this the last game so, you play of the night. So I, on, on my notes for that, it does say if, if it, so it, you know, if your candle does go out, you have 10 seconds to relight it. Yep. Um, and then surround yourself in a circle with salt, in which you have to stay until 3.33. Yeah. So then you can stop moving. You can stop moving, but you can't fall asleep. You can't fall asleep uh, and you can't let that candle say, burn out. You've got to keep go it put, lit. Put your salt circle around the toilet. And then just sit on the on the it's toilet, for, but don't fall asleep. Boy, your legs are. I gonna think go your to legs sleep. are going to go to sleep before you go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to fall out yeah, of the. T- so, so, so then, what's going to happen is they're going to find you. You just use your face potty. down in front of the toilet with your pants around your ankles <laughs> and your organs gone. <laughs> Elvis story. Right? Elvis. Yeah. Well, his <laughs> organs were still there. Is there anything in the rules that say that you can't get like one of those birthday candles that when you blow it out automatically relights, or can you use one of those? It That's didn't smart. say, you, didn't say like you couldn't. But the problem with those is those are so short. Is that going to burn for three hours? Your candle has to burn for three hours and thirty three minutes. Hello, cat. Hey, stop it! What are you doing? He's scratching. Attacking. He's scratching the back of the. She's climbing the chair. Or she? Okay. Sorry. That sounded like Velcro. It did. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's cat claws. So yeah, maybe what you do is you get your big, nice, lazy boy recliner, and you just do circles around that. You're still moving. It's like playing musical chairs, and then oh. when your candle does go out, especially if this is a lazy boy that has the cooler and the armrest, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right? In there. It doesn't say you can't have a remote. <laughs> yeah, see, I think just keep your candle lit. And I then think the this candle game... goes out, and then you're like, "All right, I'll just sit here in my chair." I just don't Watch like some Netflix on my phone. The part know. that I don't get is that like, hey, this this was started as a as a way for pagans to uh, like basically uh, punish someone for disobeying the gods. Like, but you have to like willingly play the game. Like, you couldn't force somebody to play it, could you? I don't know. Because they think this is like a penalty. Like, you duct tape a candle in one hand and you duct tape a lighter <laughs> in your hand. Well, it'd be, like it a, it'd be like a kitchen match, right? Like, you'd have to have, like, because you're talking, like, I, I imagine people playing this, like, back in, like, 1710, 1720. Okay, yeah, so okay, just a regular match. Yeah, so you have to have a whole big pack yeah, of matches. No. What if you run out? No, you just give them one match. Oh, <laughs> And no salt. You start, them, you start them with the candle lit, you give them one match, you got one shot. See, and then, but then you have enough. You have to have enough salt, right? Like most people don't have enough salt. They're not the Winchesters, where they have like a big like <laughs> gallon of salt. Oh my gosh! Hey, got no, we've got a lot of salt at our house. Mostly, in, in my house cleansing kit. I got a lot of salt. We do have a lot of salt, but we also have a lot of salt for our bug assault gun. Yep. Oh. Okay. So we have we have spirit. which I totally want to take on a ghost hunt sometime, or a house clearing, whatever. Yeah. Blast oh my gosh! Salt. Could you imagine if the Winchesters had that kind of a gun? That sh- <laughs> <laughs> they would have to pack their their shotguns with salt. They yeah, could they, just use like the bug assault thing. game. Gun. Oh, that's true. It's not quite as bad, eh? Yeah, no, I know. definitely no, not. It's, as not. Cool. Plastic, it's like having a squirt gun. <laughs> All right, have you got any more on the midnight game? That is the midnight game. All right. 
Um, next one I've got um, is actually. Do you want to talk about it, Annika? Which one is it? It's one uh, named after a gentleman named Charles. Oh, this was the one that Charles in charge. It was this game that kind of gave you the idea to bring up this topic. Yeah. So, it's a game called Charlie Charlie, and I've actually seen this game played. I've never played it, but I have seen people play it, and basically. Um, it requires two pencils, and you place them one on top of the other, so they're balanced and create kind of like an X. Um, and then the spirit, you ask Charlie, Charlie, are you there? And you, you need to put this on a piece of paper. Yes. And then you write on, so you have like a four quadrants, you know. Like on, four squares. Yeah, because the pencils create those. And you have yes and yes in opposite corners, and then no and no in the other corners. So, sorry. Continue. No, you're fine, you're fine. Um... And then you're supposed to ask Charlie, Charlie, are you there? And if it goes to yes, it's there. If it goes to no, then I mean it's there, but it doesn't want you to know, I guess. Mm-hmm. doesn't move. Sorry. Then you, you're done. Charlie's you don't play. at somebody else's house. Charlie's yeah. not there. But if, if it says yes, then what? Um, I think you keep asking questions. Yeah, so if you get a yes, so you know Charlie's there, you can ask Charlie yes or no questions. Yeah. So. But... Um, I did see the game that I watched played. Um, it worked for Charlie. Charlie, are you there? But I did see someone look suspicious about it. Like they moved their hand and I think it created a wave of air. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure though. I don't know. Okay. Now I, I do want to point out that there are several versions of this game on Google play. So <laughs> earlier today I did download a version he downloaded a version of Charlie and, Charlie and on I, his and phone. And I did play it, and it was really hokey and, and stupid. It was that YouTube video that he watched. Yep. Where the girl, okay, so they downloaded the app. They asked Charlie, Charlie, are you there? The app said yes, and the lady freaked out. <laughs> she was running down the hall, picks up her dog, runs down the hall. Runs out of the house. Down by the front door. <laughs> Just because it said yes on this like, app. Well, you asked him. Don't, don't so the funny the thing answer, about this game is it was it was highly popularized. What's the word? Popularized. Popularized um, back in like 2015. It was all over Twitter, social media. It's very it was recent. Talked about on the news. It exploded. Even the, it was been played before that though. Um, what what popularized it? Though? Like 2015, like did. Was what TikTok happened? around then or no? Vines? Mm, it was musical. Musical. Um, it says here there was a hashtag Charlie Charlie challenge, and on April 29th of 2015, an alarmist tabloid television newscast newscast about the game being played um, in Dominican Republic was uploaded to YouTube, and the unintentional humor in the report led the game trending on Twitter. So, but it actually just like we are. Yeah, so it's just social media. Now I mean, it's going to resurge because it's just like all, all of the, our listeners are going to play. Like all the yep. TikTok, you know, it takes one song on TikTok and then now it's all of a sudden like the most popular song oh, ever, gee. even though the song is from the 70s. I mean, well, yeah. So, I mean, but the game is actually being played for a long time before that in Spain, but it was a different name, but I can't say that. Juego de la Lipiciera. I totally butchered it, but. Wego, Wego. It's basically a glorified Magic Eight Ball game, honestly. Wego yeah. de la Picera. Okay. Lapis means writing or hand. I this is know. probably one of the newest games out there that I. Yeah. This one's fairly recent. Isn't Wego yeah. juice? 
Just the juice of the hand? <laughs> the juice of writing? I don't know. No, oh, no. I can ha- ask my coworker. No, no hablo uh, English. I don't even speak English. That's what three years of Spanish in public education gets you, kids. Okay. Terry, what so, do you So, yeah, got? that's Charlie Charlie. Okay. Uh, it stands for pen game. The pen game? It just says pen game. Look. All right. Well, I'll trust you. Google Translate. It sounded better when it was juice of the hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, wait. A hand is monos. Lapis is paper. So, it's paper juice. <laughs> yeah. I, I juice my paper. <laughs> so this game is called the dark reflection game and i would never play this game even though it's supposed to bring you good luck um for this game you play it by yourself obviously you could play it with a group of people but it's more of a one person game so if you're playing it with other people um they'll just be watching you or you want to make sure that you have enough on hand that everybody can play it but what you need is a mirror preferably like a handheld mirror and um something that creates a flame whether it's a cigarette lighter a match just anyways and so what you do is it doesn't say whether you need to do this in the dark or the light but what you do is you hand the, always gotta do it in the dark Come on. yeah obviously um you look in the mirror and you try to focus all of your negative thoughts and you hold while well, you're looking. How do you do this? Okay. Anyways. So you least, so you're scrying obviously, which we don't like scrying, but, and you're staring straight into the mirror. And while you're focusing, trying to all your, to all of your negative thoughts, you um, hold the burning flame to the mirror until a black smudge appears on the mirror. After that, smash the mirror. So you got to be okay breaking the mirror. That's why you want to use like a small hand. Don't use one. mom's good mirror. Use the one from Dollar Tree. Yep. Just don't do this. Because <laughs> smashing mirror brings you seven years of bad oh, luck. Well, even worse than that. Focusing all your negative energy into a mirror is what opens up a portal. Mm-hmm. Um, teenage girls do it a lot. Not to generalize teenage girls, but you look in the mirror, people do it, and they're like, I look fat. I'm ugly. Nobody likes me. And it, it totally opens portals yeah so so then you smash the the mirror and it is believed that throughout the night many things will happen that could possibly even take your life so you go to sleep and you're hearing bumps in the night hearing noises don't get out of bed don't go and investigate it just stay and then if you survive the night you'll be blessed with good luck so, so is it worth the, the is it worth the chance of losing your life for good luck? No, no. no. It's like <laughs> a, it's, it sounds like a game they would play on the movie Final Destination, right? Yeah, or Faces of Death, because then they're gonna like you know, okay, I broke the mirror, and it doesn't say anything about cleaning up the mirror. So now you're gonna step on the broken glass, and you're gonna bleed out. I mean, you're playing with fire. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster anyway. Well, what I'm understanding is you're trying to. Focus all your negative energy into this mirror. And you're trying to hold a lighter, and then you have to break it. <laughs> Smash it against the wall. Well, when you get the, uh, it, I don't know, when you get the glass hot enough anyway, it might potentially crack anyway. It might. might. Do- <clears throat> Just so you get a black smudge. Yeah, I think you get a smudge before it gets that hot. Mm-hmm. 
But it would be hard to break a hand. How long do you have to hold the lighter there to get the black smudge? I've never done it before. And I tried. I can't imagine it'd be too long. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it depends on how hot your flame is, right? If you get like a true, like a like a like a Zippo or something, probably Mm -hmm. you know quickly. Well, and it's also where you hold it on a flame too, because the black smudge is going to come at the top of that orange flame versus down in your where the blue, where the gas is. So. Yeah, yeah, and a match might maybe a match does it better. The match might out. burn out before the black smudge. Then what? It doesn't tell you what to do if the smudge never no, appears. It doesn't. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> oh crap! So yeah, that's that one. All right, Jamie, you got another one. Yeah, this one's still. This one's another Is this simple the one, one that I played. Sandman. No. 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 Mister Sandman. <laughs> so yeah, this one again is just it's very simple. No bloodletting. No. You know, okay. That's no fun. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. Got really simplistic. Well, you can ones always here. level it up, right? <laughs> Add a couple twists. Right. Okay. So in this game, uh, one person will lie on the floor while another tells them to listen to the legend of the Sandman. The person who is telling the story can then make it as elaborate or as simple as they wish, but whenever they mention a body part. During their story, they must run their finger over the point of focus. So let's stick to arms and legs and feet this, and hands. Let's say, not go this, in the no no square. I was going to say, this <laughs> sounds like an This is my no no square. <laughs> yeah. so Do not touch to me there. Touch where they say on the, you're supposed to touch the, the body part they say? No, they touch the body part that yeah, they the say. The person telling the story will touch the body part of in the their story in. of the Sandman. Oh, this is totally some teenage guy totally <laughs> putting the moves on. <laughs> Do you not okay. play this game, Annika, ever? I'm not planning on playing any of these games. Yes. So they run a finger over the point of focus and tell the person lying down to imagine they're being filled with sand. That that part that they're touching is being filled with sand. Oh, this is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then eventually, when the story's over, it's a sand trap, and the <laughs> and the person that's lying on the floor gets up. It is said that they feel weighed down and heavy, as if the Sandman had filled their body with sand. So that sounds like it's another mind game. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's like when I was younger in school, what we would do is we'd like take each other's arms at lunch, be like, close your eyes, and then they'd like do this. Like what line. are they doing? That's really good yeah. podcasting. Yeah, I could do this. See this? <laughs> <laughs> now imagine what I'm doing. <laughs> Put that away, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> children present. Anyway, you basically they take their fingernail and run it down your forearm, and then they act like they're splitting open the skin. Then they say that they're like putting rocks, sand, and boulders in, and then they like close the skin, and then go in reverse with a line up. And zip it back up. Zip it back up, and then your arm is supposed to feel heavy. I remember you playing this when you were little. Yeah. I mean, I remember doing things like this, where you put, like, your your fingernails on somebody's knee, and you slowly spread it apart like it's supposed to be, uh-huh. like, an egg cracking. Where the crack goes the egg. Yeah. The yolk run down, stab goes You know, right, so it's one of those, in. it's another one of those mind games where you're playing tricks with your mind. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, I can I could see how this one would work, just like the other carpet one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hundred percent. And it's an, and it's another benign game, right? Oh, hundred percent benign. But I I don't. Yeah. I mean, as well, long the, as you're not touching the no no square. Well, <laughs> just don't make yeah, just don't make that part of your Legend of the Sandman story. It'll, yeah. Then it feels like your That's boobs the, are bright. 
That's the uh, the R-rated version. Yeah. <laughs> the adult Sandman game. Right. All right, Josh. So this game is a lot like Charlie Charlie, actually. It's called Sarah Sarita. Um, it's actually more of a Spanish game um, than it is uh, a, a U.S. game. But it takes two players, um, and you need uh, two coins of for e- one for each player, and they must be the same denomination. So the game is actually pretty easy. You start with asking permission to play. So you have the two people sitting uh, facing each other. They speak in unison the words, uh, Sarah, Sarita, may I enter your game? And then they toss the coins over their shoulders. So if they both land face up, it's a yes. If they both land face uh, or tails up, then it's a uh, no. And if it's uh, one heads, one's tail, it's a maybe. And then you should ask again. So it, once both parties are get a yes and you're allowed to play, um, you just start asking yes or no questions. And then you toss after each question, you toss the coin over your shoulder um, and you wait your answer. The only caveat to it is you must uh, start every question or, you know, you must address Sarah Sarita with each question. Um, And it's the same rules. uh, Both heads up, yes. uh, Tails up, no. And then split is a maybe. So it is like a magic eight ball. Like dowsing rods, kind of. Yes. A little bit. Except it takes two people. Right. So, and then when you're done, when you or when you want to finish, right? Both people say in unison, "Sarah, Sarita, may I leave your game?" And then you have to toss yeah, the coins again. Yes. <laughs> hope she says yes. And in this case, it's even worse because uh, to end the game, both have to be heads up. If it's any mixture af- of you know otherwise, it's a no. And so you might get stuck playing the game forever until you get your coins to land heads up so the other thing is is make they, they recommend not playing it outdoors because you can like lose, lose your, your coins. coins oh yeah um and then they also you know also be careful where you play indoors because you don't want to like lose your coins um and they said oh crap i went down the down the vent right and then you didn't finish the game properly Uh oh exactly what happens doesn't say um because nobody lived to tell you what happened afterwards. <laughs> exactly. The one thing they said is like, uh, for your coins, when you get done playing the game, keep your coins safe and don't spend them. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I think it's probably because it's like, hey, these coins are now... Like, They're have, now trigger objects. Right. And so you don't want to give it away to somebody yeah. to... I'd recommend using pennies that you found outside the gas station. Yeah. That would work. We'll with, see. with gum stuck to it. Because then, oh. you know, then you know not to spend it. <laughs> I've seen this played on a YouTube thing. Yeah. They went into this old shack that was supposed to, it was like a local hangout for the teens that went there and partying and, and whatnot. Love and, shack. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody's heard of like the Omar Gosh uh, YouTube videos, but him and his friend, they go in there and they, they play this game. And how did it work out for him? Um, I think at one point they lost one of the coins. Oh no. <laughs> they ended up finding it, thank goodness. And it took them a while though to get it where they were both heads up. To, to, to exit get, the game? To get permission to leave the game. Did the, did the answers seem like legitimate? Yes. I mean, if you're watching it, yeah, it, it seemed it did. But through movie magic. 
through movie magic. <laughs> yeah. But it makes you wonder though, because like it is a, I mean, it is a pretty much random game of chance, right? So. Well, exactly. So you got to wonder if is if it's if there is spirit manipulation of the coins so that they land in the way that would be, you know. Like that's the point is that you're saying the spirit actually right. made it land that way. Exactly. So it's a question. Like if you played with Magic Eight Ball and you did. Sarah Sarita with the Magic 8 Ball, would you expect like similar results? You know? Be interesting. I don't know. Let's play it and find out. I don't have... Co- Who has coins anymore? I do. Well, there's a coin shortage uh, you know, through COVID, apparently. Yeah. Which I don't know how that happens, but okay. That doesn't make sense. I think it's because nobody was spending their coins because people were staying home. Yeah. Or they just can't mint anymore because there's not enough metal or enough people mm. to do it. That's because they're using it all on the Death Star. You know how much metal <laughs> that takes to create that? It's <laughs> a lot of metal. Right? A lot of hardware, man. All right. So next one I've got. Uh, you've actually, if you've seen the movie The Conjuring, then you have seen this one. This one is called Hide and Clap. And honestly, this is one that I would be a little bit freaked out to play. Oh, I would never play this I would game after that movie. I would, I would rather do Bloody Mary with a mirror, honestly, than playing this game. Yes. Because that movie ruined it. I mean, and I know that it's very Hollywoodized. You know, we've, we've all met uh, Andrea Perrin, and she's told us that a lot of that was, was very Hollywoodized. They played hide and seek, but they didn't play the hide they, and clap. That was yeah. added to the movie. But just the thought of it makes me a but little... But the movie little, made it so yeah, creepy. Yeah, that's scary crap. Okay, so it's a simple game. Uh, all you got to do is you need to play it in like absolute darkness, okay? So you can't have lights on. Um, the darker, the better. Uh, because you can't... You want to be able to not see. That's the point. Uh, people believe that it works only if you play it in a large house with fewer occupants. So if you're having a sleepover at your friend's large house and their parents are away, yep, turn off all the lights, close all the blinds, unplug the VCRs. They don't have VCRs anymore. Unplug the... Blu-ray players. Yeah. Although you could leave the Kinect on, right? Because then you can like, have oh like, a video gosh, camera. Oh my gosh, no. Oh, yeah. That'd be creepy. <laughs> Adds another... Let's level it up right there. Okay, so as soon as you start playing the game with your friends, uh, what you do is you would start to sense that other invisible players have also joined you. And basically, all it is is you're going around. Sorry, that was me. Okay, I'm like I'm here and stuff. I was yawning. I'm sensing something around. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> we have begun to play the game. That's right. So essentially, all it is is yeah, you go you go there and you go clap clap, and everybody's supposed to go. And if you're close, and then the thing is, is and you could do it blindfolded. Mm-hmm. That's what they did in the movie. In the movie, they were blindfolded. But if it is pitch black dark, then you don't need you to be don't blindfolded. Be blindfolded. But the whole point of it is, is it's kind of like playing hide and seek, and you just use it. it's like Marco Polo. You know, you're like going Marco, and then they're supposed to say Polo, Polo. and then you got to go find him. But this is less because you don't hear a voice. You all you hear is the clapping, and you're supposed to you find know. the person by yeah being you, close to hear, them when they clap. If you hear Polo and it's your little sister, you know it's your little sister. Right. But when you hear, you have no idea who or what the heck that is. That's why it's freaking creepy. Um, I would never play it. Because I'm too much of a boob. I mean, I used to be a real big boob, and now I'm not so much of a boob anymore. Uh, this one, no. No, no way, huh? No. Nope. So, how are... No, it could be lots of fun in a funeral home. So, how are extra <laughs> players supposed to... Like, so, you're supposed to hear, like, 
like so if you had like I so know, one person three players is okay yeah, three so, live so players you have three playing live with you players, okay so so say that there's there's four people you. playing four people playing so one, one person person's is it, it. The and other they're the ones that are calling so everybody goes and they hide and then you go clap you know when you think you, when you're stumped you ask for a clap and then they're supposed to go and then you try to zone in on where that noise came from but it's pitch black so you know you're stumbling over all kinds of crap right you know banisters you fall over the banister and the bottom of the stairs anyway yeah so and that's the whole point and then once you finally get close enough like you touch them and it's like I found you sorry I just hit my daughter on the arm yeah <laughs> I found you um I so yeah lost. so that's kind of what uh that's the whole point of the game oh. um and if you're brave enough, you know, go and go and play it and, and see if it feels really spooky. See if you feel, I mean, if I would if, recommend if you, blindfolding the person that's would it too. too to make it yeah. even worse. I would too. <laughs> just Here's make sure thing. you play it on a there's, level ground. So three of you playing. Okay. There's three of you playing. And then once the person's caught, once you touch, you catch the one person, then they would go back to like a home base and they don't, they don't clap anymore. Okay. So now you're sitting there, you're out there playing. You've caught two. And you're like, all right, clap, clap, you know, and then you hear like, you know, different claps from different parts of the house or Creepy. claps from different directions. So it's really. Especially when you have one last person you're trying to find. Yeah, just one person. That left last person, but you're hearing three people clap. Yeah, that would terrify. Right? Me. Well, imagine you had claps going all around you and you're still. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that you hear like a whole bunch of like claps all the way around you. That's why you blindfold a person, and then what you do is you get down low, <laughs> and then you walk around them, and they're like, oh clap, my gosh. And like, <laughs> keep moving. This is why you don't play these games with Josh, because he'll just make it worse and try to really cheater. <laughs> then you just end up grabbing the ankle. <laughs> it's a si- right. It's a simple game. It's a simple concept, but it could be some good scary fun. And oh yeah, absolutely terrifying. Good luck. Make sure you don't have one of those clappers like they used to yeah, have. Clap, clap on. on. <laughs> the clap come off. off. <laughs> Lights clap keep on, off. clap on. Then you do the clapper. Uh, okay. So the next one I have is called Baby Blue. Blue Baby. Baby Blue. And this is actually kind of connected to Bloody Mary. So basically, um, this is being said that the Baby Blue is the baby of Bloody Mary. So more than a game, it's a challenge. As you start doing it, there are chances that you'll see a woman screaming in your mirror, and you have to escape before that. So more of a game, it's about accepting a challenge and trying to get away from Bloody Mary again, I guess. <laughs> Why would you yeah, do you, this? I don't know. You, you piss her off and say, <laughs> I stole your baby. So you can actually play by yourself, or you can play with a group of people. Um, if you're playing by yourself... Um, you need the requirements is you need to be in a bathroom with a toilet that flushes, a mirror, and a door that locks. Um, so don't play it in a honey bucket. No. <laughs> well, you that yeah, doesn't flush. Doesn't no. flush. Doesn't flush. Like it can lock, and there's a mirror. There's a little mirror. Yep. Tiny. I know that because I was in a honey bucket this weekend. But you yep. could play <laughs> on, on an airplane. <laughs> yes, you could. You, you well, does it flush or suck? <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> it goes away. Okay, <laughs> so, and you're supposed to start the game um, at 2.45 or 3 a.m. in that 15-minute window for that witching hour. 
And when you go into the bathroom, you lock the door behind you. And you look in the mirror and you position your arms as if you're cradling a baby. And you rock your arms back and forth like you're cradling, you know, rocking a baby. And you chant the phrase, baby blue, blue baby, baby blue, blue baby, 13 times. By the time you get to about the eighth time, you should start feeling your arms getting heavier. And you keep all your concentration on your hands as they keep getting heavier. So keep all your senses there. And then after a few seconds, as you get closer to the third number, the 13th chant, you might feel scratching on your hands. And that's the time to stop. And you drop the weight that you feel in your hands in the toilet and flush. So you abort the baby? You abort the yeah. baby. Oh, that's you awful. You flush the baby you away. You stole the ghost baby, and <laughs> oh, now you're my. flushing it down the toilet. No wonder she comes after <laughs> no you. No wonder she's pissed off. Okay, <laughs> And then you unlock and come outside the bathroom and close the door behind you. And you won. Woohoo. <laughs> and you won. And you won. Well, okay. But, win. But, wait. So, but wait, what's the losing condition? <laughs> Failure may result in one of two conditions. Either you'll see a woman screaming in the mirror to get her baby back, or else scratching of your hands will get unbearable. And in any of these situations, you lose, and you should run as fast as you can. <laughs> To where? It's in your house. Exactly. Run. Just well, says run. You know why? Run, Forrest, because run. There was the, because it follows. Oh my gosh. I hate that movie. But like, okay, so this is a game you don't play in your house. No. Because you'll have to go back to that bathroom again. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to take a long dump. So play. Baby's gonna come up I think yeah. this is one reason why it's played so often in like school bathrooms versus... Home bathroom. Nope. <laughs> you don't want it in you your know, house. Further down, uh-huh. my, further down my notes, it says just to save yourself, just run out of the bathroom. Okay, that's well, yeah. Well, there's some logical like explanation to even the feeling of heaviness, though. Well, that goes back to the whole mind game right. type thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, in, in I think holding your arms out. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Jamie found one version where you hold your arms out like this, as uh-huh. if you're accepting a baby. Well. I don't know if you ever tried it, how long you can do this for, but before your arms start getting heavy, just mm-hmm. trying to hold them straight yeah, out, it gets yeah. hard, and then eventually your, you know, your hands are going to go down. So mm-hmm. it's you know it's the same concept, like even like this, like eventually your arms are going to get heavy, and it's going to be too much to. to yeah, as you're like rocking that. it back and forth, you're going to start getting heavier. Yeah. Yep. your arms are going to get tired. But is it Thirteen worth, times. Come but is on. it worth the risk? No. 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 See, now, if you play with more than just by, if you play with a group of people, um, it says to create fog on the mirror and write baby blue on the mirror, which you don't write on mirrors to begin with. Never. Um, and then what you do with your friends as you're chanting it, you pass the weight of the baby back and forth between your friends. And you make sure you don't lose that weight. Um, but then who flushes the baby? Last one to flush loses. Better run. <laughs> so, and then um, you'll feel scratching on your arms, just like as if you're playing, playing it by yourself. Um, it's a pass the weight to the next person. And you may continue passing as much as you want, but to end the game, you should erase the words from the mirror while holding the weight in your hands. Soon you'll feel the weight get lighter. When the weight is gone completely, unlock and come out of the bathroom. As you're out of the bathroom, congrats, you won. So I'm, I'm thinking this through mentally, right? Mm-hmm. So here I am holding a baby, you know, arms interlocked. 
How am I going to erase the mirror? Right. I feel like every time somebody Use comes out of the bathroom at any of our houses now, we just need to start clapping and say, congratulations, <laughs> you won! <laughs> <laughs> well, For all you know is, that they were in there playing this. It doesn't even know. say like flushing the baby away when you're playing with a group of people. You're just passing the baby back and so forth. So you just steal it. Better make sure that the, so. uh, the seat's up, though. Because you can't Check get it a, you can't Either get an imaginary way. baby through a real toilet seat. That's true. Cover you got lit up. Yep. Either way, it's still a game that I would play. Put it down, but no. when you're done, you're, yeah. you're you're writing on a mirror. You're staring in a mirror. You're chanting. You're locking yourself in your bathroom. Yeah, I mean, in the in this, you know, hello, dear. your heightened, scary, you know, senses trying to get out of that bathroom of a locked bathroom. You know, I don't know. But speaking of this too, like <laughs> running into so, the lock. <laughs> so, so you lock. It's like if you play with four or five people, right? You got to cram four or five people into a locked bathroom, right? Yeah. Then try to get out. Go run. Not <laughs> <laughs> so getting anywhere. Get someone, then someone lets out a nervous fart. <laughs> stuck in a small space. I can't. And then you end up on the Isn't news. Isn't that the appropriate place to fart? Yes. Go to the restroom. But not when you got five people in the bathroom with you. I don't usually have five people in the bathroom. Just one dog. Oh, I know. She doesn't like you to poop alone. No. She's a pooping buddy. Our dog is our our moral support pooping buddy. (laughs) Everybody needs it. Yeah. All right. Jamie. All right. So this next one's called Sweet Tooth. And the, the, this particular game revolves around summoning a gnome. I love this so much. To eat your chocolate. <laughs> it's yes. David the gnome. You heard me right. To eat your chocolate. <laughs> I don't want anybody eating my chocolate. But Only if it's nice bad gnome. chocolate. If it's like Palmer's, oh, they can yeah. have all the chocolate they want. You can't summon a good a gnome at all with Palmer's chocolate. It's not worth it. No. Yeah. They know the difference. It's just wax. It's not chocolate. Yeah. It's gross. Twizzlers. Okay, so obviously stop that. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously you're gonna need a bar of chocolate, a pair of scissors, a string, and a mirror. And you're gonna start by placing the mirror face up on the floor, but below a light fixture. Okay. Then you're gonna tie one end of the string to the chocolate bar, and then you're gonna suspend the chocolate bar from the light fixture. This is like playing mousetrap how to catch a leprechaun (laughs) Um, but you need to make sure that the chocolate bar is hanging directly over the mirror but not touching it so then the players need to remain quiet and the mirror's face up or face down it's face up okay yep so then the players remain quiet and then one person will take the scissors and cuts the string while another shuts off the lights while chanting sweet tooth sweet tooth please appear three times when the lights are turned back on is it's supposed to be revealed that the gnome has uh what they have left for the group so the gnome can leave anything from more chocolate less chocolate or even bite marks on the chocolate bar that was hanging there so i don't get it if the gnome leaves you little chocolate pellets don't (laughs) don't eat them them. don't eat them (laughs) those are are the little eggs from the easter bunny you can eat those (laughs) they're usually they're like paul's that's how you know his name is paul yeah (laughs) paul again like this is another one of those games is like why would you play it to get rid of bad chocolate 
Oh, yeah, but if they don't eat bad chocolate. Or if they leave you more bad chocolate because they're yeah. trying to get rid of theirs. Could you imagine, <laughs> like, you play with the Palmer's chocolate bar, right? Right. Yeah. And then you turn the lights off and you turn them back on. And what you find is, like, 20 boxes of Palmer's <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> you lose. That, that's, the, that's the ultimate you well, lose. Well, then you have a gnome running around your house just, you know, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hey, I want your you're, chocolate. You're thinking what the gnomes are friendly. What if it's David the, the gnome was friendly. Pooping gnome on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a pooping gnome. I have a pooping gnome. On his phone. Sitting on his phone. So that was my Mother's Day present. Mike gives good gifts. Hey, they're fun. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't just get a gift. You get a story that you can yep. just tell again and again and again. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Right? See? You should be grateful for these things. Right, so my next one here, uh, it's called One Man Hide and Seek. And this is one I definitely would not do because it's almost like making a voodoo doll, right? So this game originated in Japan and it was known as uh, Hitori Kukenburo. Yeah, whatever it is. It's Hitori something. Me no Japanese. Yes. Um, So this is a weird and spooky game where you play hide and seek with a doll. Okay. So in order to play the game, all you need to do is get a hold of a stuffed doll and then you remove all its stuffings and replace it with rice. And with a piece of your fingernail. Right? So you're already putting... That's like... Yeah. No. (laughs) Then you need to sew the doll with a red thread and wrap the remaining thread around the doll. You need to place the doll in a tub filled with water. And then go switch off all the lights. So what does rice do when you feel it? It's going to expand, right? Yep. Okay. Triple in size. Yep. So then you come back to the place where you kept the doll after some time. And if the doll is gone, then the game is on. And now it's your turn to go hide. And this is where Chucky came from. It's yeah. got to be where Chucky came from. All right. The, the fact that bothers me about it, I mean, I, you, can, you can stuff a doll with things, sure. But the fact that you're putting a, par, a fingernail or something in there, that's where you start getting into some pretty dark stuff. I wonder why a fingernail. Like, not a toenail, oh, could... not your hair. It it's, could be a toenail. It could be a butt hair. I'm sure. I'm whatever. <laughs> you know. Just a piece, oh gosh, can we a piece do this? Can we do this? But buy one of those like human-sized teddy bears from Costco. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's rice. You no, know, having that thing would be like a purple rice. Could you imagine this big, huge teddy bear? <laughs> I don't want to. That's a yeah. walks around the butcher knife yeah. in one paw, <laughs> axe in the other. Oh, Stop that happy face. Dude, I would have a serious bowel movement if I was hiding and I see this big bear running at me. At least with the little one, I could kick it and run. <laughs> Come on. The, the, could you imagine this great big, huge human sized teddy bear? Like, <laughs> so we go to Costco's, we buy one teddy bear and 400 pounds of rice. Yep. <laughs> sounds like a YouTube show. YouTube right. challenge. Like when they put out those little uh, those little beads that expand and turn into... Oh, And they yeah. fill the whole pool for, full of them? Yeah. You, put in, you have to put in a swimming pool to get enough water into it. I saw they, they ended up doing like the whole backyard. It was, it was fun. Um, yeah, I'm not playing hide and, one man hide and seek. I think I'd get bored and I'd fall asleep. Well, then you're going to wake up with a staring wake up with this, sog- this soggy, wet doll. <laughs> smells like rice on my chest. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Who put this here? It was my wife. 
She, yeah. she totally muck with me. Yes, I totally <laughs> would. You totally would do 100%. that. 100%. That's just like the, it's like the adult version of Elf on the Shelf. Oh, my God. And now all of a sudden it's changing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's moved. <laughs> we do with the Raggedy Ann doll. There no. you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, oh, no. Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann doll. Yes. Which makes that scary. Okay, so the next game I have is called The Shoebox Telephone. Um, there's a big caution at the beginning of this. It says, this is a ritual that calls upon the dead to communicate. This is for information purposes only. Should you decide to attempt this ritual, be warned that this isn't a game and any results, both good and bad, may be long-lasting, disturbing, and possibly dangerous. Don't do it. So basically what you need is you need your telephone booth, which is your closet. Once again, you know, scary things in your closet. You need a shoebox. You need two paper cups and a string. And then you need a pencil and a piece of paper. And a pair of scissors. Um, so what you do is you wait for the end of the day and right before you go to bed. Um, you don't need to switch off the lights in the house. So you're fine. But you need to switch off like your telephone, your TV, your stereo, your computer, like anything that's going to distract you um, technology wise. Um, sources to cry for help. Yeah. <laughs> you want it to be quiet. And then you um, write down a very specific question that you want an answer to. Very specific. And it's not, it doesn't have to be like specific to like who you're asking the question to, just more specific to something you want an answer to. Um, and you write that down on the piece of paper. And then you put it in the box. And then you take your two paper cups and you make one of those paper cup, um, like tin can phone call. They used to, I mean, you see it in, um, grownups, grownups, they do it and you can put the you know, paper cup to your ear Oh yeah. and you can There's hear somebody talking one. on the other end. Sometimes they're done with tin cans. Sometimes they're done with paper cups. Um, so you put your question in your shoe box and you put one end of the paper cup in the box, in the shoe box and you put it in your closet and you shut your closet door and then you put the other end of the cup by your bed and then you go to sleep. And then, to get the answer to your question, you're, and it could happen that night, it might make take two or three nights, but eventually, sometime while you're sleeping, you'll dream of a telephone ringing. And when you have that dream, when you wake up, don't turn on any lights, keep it dark. And if the paper cup is still, so you put your cap- the paper cup upside down, so the string is coming out the top. If the cup is still facing down, then you're good. You can pick up the phone and put it to your ear to get the answer to your question that's in the box. But if the cup has been knocked over, do not pick it up. That's what your scissors are for. You cut the scissors, cut the line, because whatever's going to come out of that, you're not going to want to hear. And it's not going to be the answer that you want. That's what you're going to hear, right? <laughs> 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 so, um... The interesting thing, though, is that in order for the paper cup the 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 telephone thing to work uh-huh they have the the line has to be taunt it does be taught yeah or, or, or the should be. yeah because if if not then the the sound waves can't travel through the string mm-hmm. and this so is a supernatural world oh, they don't okay true. i left out after you write Science your question 
You're supposed to read your question into the end of the paper cup. So you're sending mm-hmm. out your call and then you Makes put it sense. in the closet and then you, and that's why the string goes from the closet to your nightstand or whatever's next to your bed. So you write your question down on and put it in the box, put the cup in the box, put that in your closet. And then cl- shut your closet door. So the monsters in your closet can answer your phone call. Yes. Yeah. And then you ask, ask the same question through your through the phone. Yeah. Even and though, then, just in case they can't read. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, then, I don't know. I don't know. I, this is definitely one that I would not try. Because, no. I mean, just putting something up to your ear, even if there's nothing on the other end, you're going to hear echoes, the ocean. whispers, ocean, you know, like the, oh, like the well, seashell. Well, it's in your head and you're already thinking about it. You'll. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyways, that's the shoebox telephone. Interesting. Never heard of that one either. No, neither have I. I'm Anik, we're doing this lot. in your room when we go home tonight. No, we're not. <laughs> and then here. <laughs> All right, guess what? You're going to have a, uh, a a teenager sleeping in your bed with you then. Oh, heck no. Get out of my bed. <laughs> well, then they're not doing <laughs> it in my room. Between you, me, and mom, and the bob. Me and the dog. Jamie? All right. So the final one that I have is called The Fortune Game. So this originally is a Japanese uh, fortune-telling game. Um, it's uh, of ancient folklore and has been practiced for centuries. So what you'll need is a comb, just like an ordinary comb. Uh, something con- to conceal your face and a crossroads, which for those of you that watch Supernatural, you are aware of what that is. And for those that don't, it's an intersection of two or more rows. Roads. 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 I'd recommend doing this probably in more of a podunk town versus, you know. Yeah, don't do it yeah. in the inner city. city, right? Like in Manhattan. <laughs> so. <laughs> probably in Fifth. <laughs> so you're going to start by walking out to the crossroads and just after dark, uh, you can either go alone or with a friend. Uh, you stand near the center and you make the comb, the comb speak. So run your fingers along the teeth of the comb. That's making it speak, I guess. Oh, I have one. Should you have one? That? Yeah, let's 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 do it for demonstration do, here. Do, 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 do. We're not at a crossroads. We're just fine, right? Yeah, we're just we're at a this round table. We're good. This is a lovely little um, Acme comb I got at Sally Beauty Supply for ninety-seven cents. Make it sing. <laughs> oh, sorry, I should have in front of the microphone. <laughs> it sounds like a zipper, right? This is how you do it. Figure now. Make it speak. There you go. Does sound like a zipper. Yes, it does. Okay, so after you make the cone speak, you then want to repeat these three lines. And I'm going to butcher this because it's... In Japanese? Yes. Uh, Suji Ura, Suji Ura, grant me a true response. So after you say this, you're going to conceal your face... And just wait. In the middle of an intersection. <laughs> well, this is like, yeah, dude in a podunk town, like Terry said. Wait, does that, like, we just put on, like, a COVID mask? Well, no, you want to no, put, like, no, I've actually, I've heard where, like, you can oh, take, like, a pillowcase, man. A pillowcase, or you can take, like, a hoodie and wear it backwards and then pull the hood up over yes. your head. You want to conceal your mi- whole face. So in you need to conceal, yeah. Can I recommend yeah. you wear something reflective? That You're just going to stand in the middle of this intersection. Your <laughs> <laughs> can't see anything. 
and pray you don't get hit by a car. <laughs> don't do wear all black. You know how no. fast those semis come through. Like you've seen Pet Cemetery, right? Yes. Doesn't take but a second, and also exactly. Yeah. All right. So then you're gonna wait until you're gonna just wait there until someone approaches you. Uh, if nobody comes, <laughs> or you are approached by a friend or someone you know, your request has been denied by the spirit realm. Okay. However. If a stranger walks over, and if you're in the city, I guarantee you'll have them walk over. Yes, his um, name's Officer Wilson. <laughs> my gosh, why didn't we play this when we were camping out for the parade? Oh my gosh, we would have. Oh, been you so could have. Because it would have been Officer Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> so, if a stranger does walk over uh, without revealing your identi- identity, you politely ask them to tell you your fortune. You quietly listen, and once you have finished. Once they have finished and disappeared back into the night, you walk home with your newfound knowledge. And then basically, is your news good or bad? You're arrested. And who exactly is <laughs> yeah. a stranger? Yeah. <laughs> your fortune You're is arrested. Here. You're in jail. You're your fortune is... in jail. Did you get given a drunk test? <laughs> <laughs> a cavity search. <laughs> so, yeah, you go in the middle of the crossroads, you dig a hole, you bury a box, you cover the box. That's yeah. only on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and then some nice gentleman or, or woman will come talk to you. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then no, and their eyes go all black. Yes, all black. Yes. But you wouldn't know that because you got a pillowcase <laughs> over your head. That's right. <laughs> your, your face is concealed. A pillowcase or your hoodie's on backwards. <laughs> <laughs> what is my fortune? Give me your money. It sounds like, <laughs> sounds like something you see happen on Beavis and Butthead, honestly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> We my fortune. Um, all right. We've gone on for a long time, and I know you're all waiting. Did you have one more, Terry? Microwave. Oh, we do have one more. Okay. But we can. No. We got to do that. You got to do it. I've been waiting for this one. Yes. Yes. This is the one game that we would all play. This is one game that we would all play. 100%. I would go home and play this right now because this game is hilarious. And I watched a YouTube video of a girl actually playing this game, which intrigued me. This is the paranormal microwave game. (laughs) Okay, so once again, there's a warning. It says, although, although this game might seem silly, everyone that has played it correctly has seen disturbing results proceed with caution (laughs) (laughs) okay what you need to play the game you need a microwave a stopwatch a microwave safe bowl or plate food of your choosing and a candle (laughs) again with the candles yeah okay so this game can be played at any time of the day because you're going to trick your microwave into believing it's the haunting hour. So you set your microwave clock to 3 a.m. Make sure it says a.m. and not p.m. So if you're using military time, make sure it's 3 o'clock, not 1500. Oh, 300. Yeah. So then you light a candle and you put it underneath the microwave. So if your microwave is like above your stove, you're going to light the, the candle and put it underneath your microwave. If you can't put it underneath your microwave because your microwave is on the counter, you're going to put the candle right next to the microwave. Okay, then you get the microwave safe plate or bowl and place a piece of food on it. Whatever you want to cook up. If you want a burrito, want some shrimp. Fix me a chicken pot pie. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, and then you put the the food in the microwave and close the door. And then you say, if you're here, heat my food to let me know three times. So, if you're here, heat my food to let me know. And then you walk away. Go somewhere in your house where you wouldn't be able to hear the microwave turn on. You're not allowed to hear it. Okay, and then you take your your stopwatch and you set your stopwatch to three minutes to mimic the clock on the microwave. And then you wait. Three minutes. After the three minutes is up, go back to your microwave and check to see if the food is heated. If it was, say thank you and blow out the candle. If it wasn't, close the door and knock on the microwave door three times. Then say, if you won't heat my food, show me on the microwave that you're here. If the response says yes, show, okay, if response yes shows up within 30 seconds, say thank you and you blow out the candle. If a response doesn't show up, this game was not meant for you. Play again in a different house. Can I recommend Ooh. not doing something that takes more than three minutes to eat? Or <laughs> to eat? <laughs> so don't make a baked potato. Yeah, I, I'd say maybe like a grilled cheese sandwich. Who microwaves a, a grilled cheese sandwich? The thing is, is you don't want something that's like 60 seconds because then you're going to have burnt food Ooh. and you're... Chimichanga. You know, right? You know, my dad once microwaved something for 10 minutes once. <laughs> and about an hour later, he was calling the fire department because the microwave yeah. was still going. We got a notification. He, he, put, an extra, the... he put an extra extra zero on that. Oh, no. <laughs> and forgot about it. He burnt. Went down to the computer. And, yeah. Anyways. Oh, no. Exploded. Anyways, yes. I would definitely try this game. I don't think it's going to work. I'll be shocked if it works. I want to go try it now. But it'd be nice <laughs> to have a hot burrito at least, right? Right. No, here's where it gets crazy. So you put a burrito in and you get a chicken sandwich out. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's like the theme <laughs> of this show. These, these are like... Yeah. Surprise! <laughs> these, these are like the good ghosts. <laughs> Ask your spirit guides to make me lunch. Mom. <laughs> Grandma, will you make me lunch? <laughs> All right. Now, there is one last one that we were going to talk about, but we decided not to. I know you've all been waiting for this one. It is the magical, mystical mystery tour, the Ouija board. Probably um, the one you guys wanted, the to, hear the wanted most. to hear the most. We will do a whole episode on the Ouija board. Uh, we have There's so much um, material I have already on it. Um, on the other show I used to be on, we did an episode. So uh, there's so much you can cover, and we would go for another <laughs> So keep listening because we'll do an episode. We'll on come that. back to it. Absolutely. But I will say this: don't play with Ouija boards. No. 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 no don't do it. Don't do it. Not even ones you make yourself. Nope. You might think it's harmless, but it's not, and it's not worth the risk. With that, does anybody have anything else to add? Nope. All right. Thank you, Annika. I hope this wasn't too I, boring I would, for you. I would, nope. I would like to be invited to your slumber parties. I probably won't come, but if I do. Surprise! <laughs> I'll be surprised, heck. Uh, you can follow us. We are on social media. We're all over social we media. We are all over. There's the Paranormal Peeps Podcast Facebook page. Please go there, like us, follow us, join the page, please. Share with your friends. Absolutely. Uh, where else we got there, Terry? Um, on Instagram. Come follow us. We've gotten a lot of followers over there. Come interact, comment, like. Subscribe. <laughs> um, we're at cold spot underscore paranormal underscore research. Awesome sauce. 
Yeah, it, it would be, you know, it'd be fun to have like a community of like our our uh, followers and you know come and share and and talk to us. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you. We'd love to hear your feedback as long as it's positive and constructive. Because if we get enough interaction, we could actually do a show and read your stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You'd be famous for like all six listeners that listen. So all the other five listeners would be like, wow, that guy's so cool. I was going to say, so where do we pick up the new one? <laughs> they joined our Facebook. That's how it works. It's like a, They joined our Instagram page. It's oh. like those old AT&T commercials with, with the call and so on and so on. And it just multiplies. That's right. Like rabbits. And friends tell your friends and your friends tell their friends. So uh, do we have any other, uh, any other pages? Yeah. Do we, we do, do have it? Cold Spot Paranormal Research on Facebook, too, do we not? We do. And YouTube. And YouTube. So we're there as well. Check it out. We'll we'll be adding more. I know there's not a whole lot on the on the YouTube site right now, but we will be adding more. We do have some cool investigations coming up in the next couple of months that we're gonna talk about those oh, on up- yeah. upcoming episodes. Yes. Um so I know y'all like to hear ghost stories, so we'll have some of those going on. And uh lastly, if you have something going on at your house. Uh, we don't want you to live in fear. If you are in the northern Utah area and you have something that's uh, freaking you out. You tried to play one of these games and it didn't yeah, work out right for you. <laughs> yeah, you said, man, that mic is full of crap. I'm totally playing with the Ouija board. And then you summon Beelzebub. Give us a call. We will happily come and uh, investigate and see if we can uh, remedy the problem there. Um, so... The number is... No, just kidding. That's the Ghostbusters number I was going to give you. <laughs> but we do have a website. You can go to paranormalhope.com. Right? Correct. Paranormalhope.com. And uh, just send us a message and we'll get back to you and we'll, we'll set up and we'll come out. Yep. So, and we do this free of charge. This isn't something that we, uh, we're here to make a buck on. We, uh, you know, we figure we have experience in things and we don't want anybody to live in fear. So... It's just a service that we provide, and uh, we'd love to help out if we can. With that, I hope everybody has a great night. Stay ghosty, my peeps. Thank you for listening to the Paranormal Peeps Podcast. You can find us on social media at Twitter at CPR Paranormal, on Facebook at Paranormal Peeps Podcast, and Cold Spot Paranormal Research. And you can find us on Instagram at Cold Spot underscore Paranormal underscore Research.